Thank you both for joining me here this afternoon, this evening for you guys, I believe, in the UK and Germany. Yes. Hi, so, Beth. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, I always, always, yeah. dear. Always. <laughs> so Nina has a fabulous announcement for us today. Yeah. Let's have it from Nina. It's in the process but my first, well, my second proof copy of my journal is done, and it's uh, it's so good. <laughs> See, there are prompts to fill out. It's a 30-day journal, and it has prompts that go from uh, what does success look like for you through everything you need to get it done, and the last one is what else is possible for me. So it captured the whole journey and it's really, really good. And if I figure out the right sizes, it's going to be done hopefully next week. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> so that's going to be available on Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be available on Amazon. Hopefully next week, I'm going to keep you updated, of course. <laughs> awesome. So we are definitely looking forward to seeing more about that. So, so Nina, cool. tell us, where can we find you? What are you working on um, apart from this fabulous 30-day journal? Um, but the short and brief version, elevator pitch of who is Nina? Well, Nina, is a, I'm a nutritionist and a coach, and my mission is to free women from dieting and help them love themselves just the way they are, so that, you know, they don't need to spend their lives counting calories and obsessing about food, but can focus on obsessing about making their dreams come true. And I truly believe that all of us were born to thrive and to deliver ourselves to the world and not to spend our lives trying to fit in the smaller clothes. So I think it's really important for the whole world and it, it starts on the inside. And I'm really, really passionate about that. And I know what it's like to be dieting and so on because I spent like a decade of my life trying everything. <laughs> and then one day, you know, I had a daughter and I had this tiny little human being watching at me with her big blue eyes, trusting me with her life. And I was thinking, what am I doing? I don't want her to grow up to be looking in the mirror and thinking, you know, I'm so fat, I can't eat anything if I plan to go to the beach ever in my life and so on. And that's when I decided it's time to get my shit together. And here I am <laughs> being a better example. And, you know, now I teach women everything I picked up on the journey. And, well, the journey never stops, but it's really good now. <laughs> Fantastic. That is awesome. So where can we find you? What's your website? Where, what's your Facebook page? Nina's Empire everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, ninasempire.com is the page. So that's my thing. <laughs> Excellent. How about you, Sammy D? Just that quick elevator pitch version of 
what you are and where your focus is with coaching? Um, I'm very, very similar to Nina. And frankly, there's not enough of us in the world, I don't think. <laughs> um, I am looking to coach women who have self-esteem issues resulting from, you know, a lifetime of dieting, which I've done. You know, um, it's just a crazy place to be. It's very dark, very lonely, and it steals your life away. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I really want to help help women in, in that respect. And I am currently. Um, um, have a have a lovely client who is seeing a lot of value from the tools that uh, I'm teaching. Uh, well, teaching, but helping her yeah. to realise. And right. uh, yeah, and I'm currently working on the second book, which is a sequel to my first, um, which is sort of a comedy about being confident in the kitchen. Um, yeah. Yeah. I write an article every week, and I talk on this lovely panel. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very similar to Nina in the passion there about, you know, how many years of our life we waste looking in the mirror. Yeah. Being miserable about it. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I know for me, one of my big things, like Nina said, was I had a daughter. Yes. And yeah. I realized that sitting down, looking at photos of my mom at 40 to 45. I remember her always saying how fat she was and how much weight she needed to lose. And I looked at the photos of her and I was like, she wasn't fat. Yeah. My mom. You know, I mean, she might have had 10, maybe 15 extra pounds on her if she had been really working her butt off, just worrying about her weight. Okay. She was a buxom woman who was always going to be large breasted. She always had that hourglass figure coming into a waist and then going out to large hips. I mean, amazing, isn't it? Oh, right. Okay. Absolutely she had spectacular. Exactly. Okay. And she was always talking about, oh, she needed to lose weight. And I grew up hearing that. So when I had my daughter in my arms and I heard myself the first time say, I need to lose weight, I was like, oh my God, no, 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 no. I can imagine it changed definitely changed. the mindset, changed the, the talk, changed the inner talk. We are not going there. I'm not doing this to my daughter. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just I wish this would spread like wildfire because, oh dear, yeah. it's... um. We've all been subject to this modern day uh, conditioning, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Hey, so hi, Steve. Lovely to see you here again today. Hi, Nia. Hope you're enjoying this. Feel free to drop stuff in the comments if you've got any questions for us today. We're talking about mental strength, mindset, and thoughts. And obviously, um, you know, that mental strength that keeps us focus not only on, you know, um, eating healthily for energy, for vitality, as opposed to kicking myself constantly of, oh my God, you're doing so badly. Yeah. Um, so my first question to the two of you is, what was it that triggered that change from 
this diet is just, this is going to be the right diet to, oh, screw all the diets. <laughs> I'm just going to look after myself and be a healthiest version of me. I'll let Nina go first on that. Well, I, I certainly know my daughter changed everything for me because first of all, I, I couldn't allow myself to feed her anything. And then I was already, you know, when she was like four, five, six months, I was already always thinking about her food. And then I made a connection, you know, one day, how am I going to teach her anything if I don't have a healthy relationship with food, if I am either not eating anything or eating everything. And I did, just didn't want to be that for her because I knew she will grow up to be me. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's so powerful that we as women can set such a strong example. It doesn't matter actually if it's a daughter or a son because they learn as well. So I think it's really, really important that we grown-ups figure this out so that we can set example for the children and that then we can, you know, the whole world can have better children for tomorrow. We always talk about changing the world so that it's better for our children. But how about, you know, raising our children to be better for the world? And it all starts with ourselves. So, you know, when I had her, then I was thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? And it, it just you know everything broke at once and I just had to fix everything I couldn't live like that anymore and it's awesome because you know she she lives with me all the time so I have a reminder constant reminder to be my best self and the funny thing is as I decided that that was the last diet that I'm done with the bullshit now I eat better than ever before because, you know, I ask my body, you know, I, I'm tuned in. I ask, what do you need? How can I support you? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I highly doubt anybody will say, oh, I want to eat, I don't know, French fries for the rest of my life. It won't. It wants to live. It wants to be healthy. And that's the main job. So it's pretty easy once you get the hang of it. So. I really love this stuff. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Sammy? Well, um, for me, uh, I was studying <clears throat> mindfulness a couple of years ago, and that enabled me to look inwards. Mm -hmm. And first of all, the the um, the the thing for me was what I was waking up and saying to myself every morning. Yeah. And yeah. I had done so for 20-odd years. And <clears throat> my studies in mindfulness and life coaching and that, um, and it gave me the tools I needed to take a real deep look inwards mm -hmm. and um, really notice what I was saying to myself. <laughs> I spent <laughs> yeah. 20 years calling myself a fat, ugly bitch. You know, and you I don't talk like that to anybody else. No. And this voice inside me was vicious and cruel. And I thought, this is crazy. What am I doing? I'm so much more than, you know, 
the fat that I'm carrying. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Those are just those those are just part of your body. That's not you. You know, and the thing is with the diet industry, they try and you know keep this on the surface that you define yourself as fat. Um, and really, you know, being mindful enabled me to say, okay, stop thinking that, stop saying that. Now the mental strength comes mm. in is you know it's it's I'm in it for the long run you know I wake up every day and make a conscious effort not uh to let that 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 voice and so far I've been successful Um, and but that's the the mental strength comes in is constantly question yourself and you know shift the idea that someone else has control over how you look yeah you know uh, and I know for me, you know, I, was, today. I was I was waking up with I don't have enough time, and I'm like, really, you're waking up with this thought? You're waking up with this thought of there's not enough time? You've just woken up, yeah. You know, and and the the, the work I had to do was okay. What is the most important thing I'm going to do today? How am I going to love myself? And and what really triggered me was that whole thing of me saying, I love myself. And then I would go to eat something and my body would go, really, you love me? This is how you're going to treat me if you love me? Uh, Okay, well, maybe I could choose something different. Um, But I remember in 2017, one of my health and healing classes, oh, hold healing and wholeness, sorry, classes that I was, I was doing at, um, it was spiritual education. We're talking about healing and wholeness, but one of the assignments was to write a letter to your body. And so day one, you write a letter to your body. What you don't know is that on day two, the assignment is to write a a letter from your body back to you answering your letter. And so emotional. Yeah, that was quite emotional. <laughs> because the letter from my body back to me was, yeah, you 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 say I'm fat, but then you don't make time for exercise. Mm. You tell me that I I'm giving you pain in the back, but you're not doing sit-ups to help strengthen me. Mm. Yeah. You tell me that your gut's letting you down, but look at that crap you're eating and your liver's not handling this. Um, And it was really amazing because like, even though it's you writing a letter to you and you responding the letter back again, when you're doing it from that perspective, you sit there and you go, oh my goodness. I have all these expectations of my body and I am not giving it any love and support to be where I want it to be. I mean, now, you know, to anyone looking in might consider that we sound like complete basket cases when we talk about, you know, <laughs> I wrote a letter to my gut today, but really, you know, <laughs> it makes us stop and consider, yeah. you know, what we're doing because a lot of this is because we're not stopping and saying, hold yeah. on a second. Yeah, for me, when we talk about the body and so on, what was the biggest mind-blowing thing for me was when I read that there are 
37,000 billion, billion chemical reactions going in the body in one second, mm-hmm. all to keep me healthy and alive. And that thought stuck with me so much. And every time when I was doing something, it was really, I'm doing that to the body that does so much in one freaking second. Without me having, I don't have to ask for it, think about it. I don't have to do anything. I go and live my life. And that happens every single day, all the time. That was mind-blowing for me. And I think when... You know, when each of us just stops and and stops for a second to see what the body does for us, it's much harder to treat it like shit. Pretty badly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and also, you know, you, yeah. you're telling your body, <laughs> "I care and I love about you," but you're not backing it up with action. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it takes takes and all. I mean. If you imagine, um, you know, I'm all about kind of habit stacking. So I've done a fair bit of research on how long it takes to make a habit an automatic behavior. And the research is saying on average between 60 and 120 days, right? Right. Yes. So imagine, and it, it depends on who you are, how old you are, how long you've had the habit, Right. So that 10 year habit you have, you can't think that in 21 days it's changed. No. Oh, don't worry. You know, 21 days of doing this. New, no, you know. No. <laughs> but I mean, if you like me, wake up in the morning every morning for 20 years, say you're an ugly, worthless, fat cow. Right. Imagine the That's work and mental strength ingrained. involved to Absolutely. undo that. Yeah. It's and, and, a conscious effort, you know? You know, we've got neural pathways within our brains. And obviously, energy wants to run down the path of least resistance. Yeah, yeah. So when you've got a neural pathway that you've constantly used for 20 years, that is the path of least resistance. Mm. That's the exactly. easy one. Okay? Because it's 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 a well-worn path. In fact, it's an avenue now down your brain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, if I switched off being mindful, I'd be straight back on it again, you know, yeah. saying those things. But instead, I do anything but. And <clears throat> I'm kind of known about around the community for being a bit of a clown. Not only does that bring me joy, but it it's takes me further and further away from those pathways that were formed all those years ago. Yeah. You know, um, so that's where the mental strength comes in. Um, it was kind of different to emotional strength that we were talking about last week. The mental strength is the stamina you have to yeah. keep, keep it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's, and, and, that's, and it's the consistency of practicing this new habit until that pathway is automatic. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's entirely possible to do. So you yeah. could consider that the challenge that I'm running at the moment says, oh, try this for five days. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere near enough to form, no. you know, an automatic behavior, but it it's still opens the brain up to the possibility of something new. 
Yes. And, you know, whatever steps we can make to do that can't be anything but good. Absolutely. So any final thoughts? Because unfortunately, at four o'clock, I have another call with Sarah within Nourish. Um, and I, I've got to I got to jump off this one to get into the group and do um, Honestly, another you your scheduling lady. I know <laughs> I am so sorry. And, you know, it's really funny because I intentionally put my embraining call for tomorrow. I was like, I am not having one back to back. And now I have another one back to back. Oh, we forget. But anyway. I can't believe um, it's been half an hour anyway. Um, but I, very, I very don't know quickly. where the time goes. It's like, yeah. yeah so <laughs> final thoughts on mindset and mental strength. Nina. It takes practice. But on the other hand, sometimes it just works like this. And uh, it was for me with, with smoking. I spent 11 years smoking and I defined myself as a super passionate smoker. And one day I was the same thing. I was thinking, what am I teaching my daughter? And I was done. So sometimes yeah. some habits are, you know, all of them require mindfulness, but sometimes you just snap and it's done. And the other ones, and I find that the thoughts are mostly the ones that need time because we yeah. think all the time and it happens, they just pop and, and you know, sometimes. Oh, yeah, and they, and they come in by themselves, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with, with the behavior, you know, with smoking, it was just, I'm not going to pick it up and, and that's it. Yeah. But with thoughts, Perfect. they are always there. So it, it keeps, it takes some practice, but yeah. it's doable. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. How about you, Sammy D? Final thoughts for me, um, pay attention and keep at it. It's the yeah. only way you're going to get strong in that regard. Mm-hmm. And I know that the what really works for me is visualizing each morning that when this thought crosses my mind, I will notice it and I will change it. Yes. And you visualize that in the morning and then throughout the day, you do notice it. Yeah. Yeah. You have the opportunity to change it. Now, whether or not you do change it, that's your choice. So your one next week is going to be not to book yourself back to back. Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. No more back to backs for me. But anyway, ladies, thank you so much. As always, this is so much fun. And half an hour just disappears in a moment. It It does. I feel like we haven't even got started on the topic. Um, (laughs) um, So next week, we're going to talk about physical strength. Yay. (laughs) yeah exactly so Nina is going to lead that discussion (laughs) (laughs) and I will see you all next week thank you so much bye bye